All right, Mia, how are we doing? We're back. Hello, Layla, back once again. Oh, it's been a I feel while. Like it's been a long three weeks. It has, it has, yeah, it has been. Uh, we've been busy though. We've, it's been in and out of drag, probably. We've been quite busy. I definitely have. I know you have. Pretty it's much. It's lovely to be back, honestly. No, nice. Like, this is a fun just excuse for us to have a catch up. Absolutely. I mean, we don't always need an excuse to have a catch up. But, like, no, we don't. This, but this, this is, is like, just a helpful coincidence, really. This is kind of like work because it's drag related, but also, yeah. like, not really because it's just, it's just shooting the shit in it. Yeah, it's just fun and camp for us. Exactly. So, what have you been up to recently, love? I just got back from Manchester, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was drag related, but not yeah. for not for me as such. Supporting Gloria. Yeah, supporting Gloria. A bunch of us from Bobby's and our friendship group, we all went down to Manchester to yeah. Via on Canal Street for the Drag Idol semi-final. Mm. One of the, it was the first national. Yeah, first national semi-final. First national semi-final. And Gloria did very well yeah. and really did our scene prior. She's made Newcastle very She made cool. Newcastle and very And really but also the trans community. Like, it's, it's incredible about to see a, a UK trans drag artist be put on a pedestal like that. It's, it's very nice to see. She did very well. It was a great show. Like the competition, the standard was high. Mm. And, you know, she really held her own. Yeah. And she was amazing. We, we were all uh, quite emotional. Yeah, it was a very imagine. emotional charge night. But it was, it was a beautiful night. And just, she has this ability to just... To make you feel everything she sort of like wants you to feel, mm-hmm. like she's such a emotionally charged performer, yeah. And, and it always seems very like heartfelt. That's, and she, that's how she gets a crowd in and mm-hmm. pulls them in. Like when she was doing her more emotional number, you could hear a pin, like a hear a pin drop in the crowd. It was, it was like it was a very beautiful moment. And to be able to command, I was very proud of her. To be able to command a crowd. From in a city that you're not from. Yeah, absolutely. It's that's, it's that's uh, volumes, I think. it's one thing to sort of impress a, a group of your friends or your peers, mm-hmm. but to impress a group of people that don't know you specifically that audience. And I noticed the differences in the sort of scenes in mm-hmm. Newcastle. They'll sort of give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and you know, give you a minute to get into your groove. Mm-hmm. Whereas there, it was very much a a yes or a no, a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Really? Yeah, you had to, you had to like jump mm. in and grab them straight away. Otherwise, they'd sort of switch off and yeah. not really pay attention. But Gloria like had them from the jump. So basically, in Manchester, you've got to start off at a ten and be Pretty at ten much, the whole yeah. time. Whereas in Newcastle, you can it can be a slow burner. It can be a story performance. Yeah, I think yeah, it's not, not a fan of that. I mean, no, maybe not. But I think it's down to the. Obviously, Manchester is a much bigger place. Yeah, it's much so bigger. So they're exposed to a lot more drag. Yeah. So you you know you have to sort of like have a certain. And we think it's probably a, a battle here in Newcastle for yeah. work and recognition, but I bet it's even worse down there. I really wanted to go down. I wasn't able to make it. I was poor and I got paid late. Come on, uh, cost of living crisis. Literally, very much that. I got paid late for my job, so. I couldn't make it, but uh, I was definitely watching on the Instagram stories, and I'm very, very proud of Gloria. Yeah, that was amazing. Well done, Gloria. We love you. You did our scene proud, baby. On the topic of Drag Idol, a massive shout out to Gladys Duffy for yes, making yes. the final of amazing. Drag Idol UK, representing not only the bars that she competed in the heat in, but at the end of the day, representing Newcastle and mm-hmm. the drags, Newcastle drag scene, and it's it's huge, crazy, and it's it, it's so deserving, and. Uh, I hope everyone's going to support Gladys. Oh, sure they well will. As, and know, I think she's uh, she's very much one to watch. God, like yeah. they, those uh, those queens and kings and things mm-hmm. probably don't know quite bring what they're up against. Bring that fucking A game. Yeah. Oh, they're fucking A game. she's coming for that brown. 
Love you, Dom Top Duffy. Dom Top Duffy. Yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, that's what we call her. It, yeah, it's either, it's just, either, I'm it, just going to go and vomit. It's either Mummy Duffy or... Uh, Mummy Duffy. Yeah. No, that's wrong. Mummy, Love you, Gladys, but nope. Mummy Duffy. Oh, God. But um, I think we, did, we don't really know what to talk about in this episode. So we're just, we've got a list on, on our notes about like you know what we think would be interesting to talk about. And something I think that's really prevalent in drag that's like mm-hmm. not really talked about very much is like the music aspect of drag and because music is so important with drag it because, is very much so like even performance or just like whether you're hosting or djing in a bar it's one of the most like important aspects of drag it's such a, a it is just a huge part of what we do like mm-hmm. you said there whether you're it's for your performance mm-hmm. or whether you're a DJ or a host, mm. like you're always surrounded by it. Yeah. And yeah, it's an interesting subject for us. Yeah. To talk about. Like, what were your first memories of music like as a child? Because obviously, you're 29? 30. Oh, oh yes. But thanks yeah. for reminding me and reminding the audience that uh, I'm a, I'm in an advanced stage. Definitely not. It's, it's, how, it's how you act, not how, how you actually are. <laughs> I think, I think my... that's it. Like, you're only as old as you feel. If that's the case, I feel. Fucking 80. Oh, same, love, trust me, same. Oh, my knees are knackered. Going back to Manchester real quick, I took a rather... Uh, oh, I heard about this. Yeah, I, I took a spill out the taxi. I was perfectly sober, oh, but um, our glorious Uber driver decided to park on top of a speed bump. Did not right. warn me. No one else warned me. <laughs> they got me, gal. I took one step out of the taxi and I was in my, I would say they're quite high platform oh, shoes. Oh, yeah, they're very and they're that, dangerous shoes. They're open toed and open back, so there's not a lot of support in them, no. but they're very comfortable when you're stood for a long time, mm. which is why I wear them. And I took one step out of the taxi on the speed bump and my ankle just rolled. Oh, and God. Is it all right now? It's it's okay now. I, I'm like I'm I'm all right, but okay. it it was it was really sore and pretty swollen for a couple of days. Oh, God. But uh, the people that I was with, bless their hearts, one they helped me out with the shoes because okay. I like rolled my ankle, fell forwards, and somehow ended on my back. Vic said it was very dramatic, and it probably was oh, because right, I do okay. tend to fall with some gusto. Oh yeah, and Give me, make a say, dear. Said like I had my hand on my forehead. Oh, but very telenovela. It, like it oh, was that. My yeah. God, I just fell. And the other person that we were with, bless the heart, they got me out of my shoes, mm-hmm. picked up my vape because it had went spilling out me bra. And, essentials. Hello. Yeah, the essentials. Phone, bra, uh, not phone, bra, phone, vape, and that was pretty much yeah. all I took out with me. Yeah, she carried those in for me, and I sort of hobbled into the, into the Airbnb. Oh, God. She's like, what? And the funny thing is, I'd been talking before we went out about who's going to be the first to fall. I jinxed myself. Literally. I really did. Full on. Turns out it was me. Yeah. Yeah. So not my finest moment. Do but... you know what? The bitchy part of me wish I saw it. I'm not going to lie. I think, you know what? I think that's the first time I've actually, like, fully hit the deck. In drive. Oh, no, it wasn't the first time. Second time. The first time was down the stairs at Spotlight. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. But again, that wasn't my fault. I just misjudged the steps. Yeah. So I'm just a clumsy cunt, really. Yeah. But yeah, that was the first time I think someone's probably going to correct me and be like, no, Mia, you fell plenty of times, Diva. But uh, yeah, that's the, the only other one I can really remember. 
So yeah, my uncle's fine now. But, Wonderful. Yeah. But we're not attached. She's, she's You're welcome. Uncle. <laughs> but yeah, like what I was saying, like it's good that we're two different sort of ages because yeah, you get like two different aspects of what our childhood was like with music and stuff. So obviously you're 19... 93. 93. Um, and I am 02. Oh, jeez. 1902, it feels like. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, 2002. So, like, obviously, music when I was, like, a se- like seven-year-old was probably very different to what music was like when you were, seven, like, seven-year-old. Yeah, very much so. You, We were pretty much, like, stuck with whatever was on TV, with whatever was, like, avail- readily available in our homes Mm -hmm. like because there wasn't streaming like there wasn't anything like that it's oh god this sounds horrific but the internet was like in people's homes was still a relatively new thing really like i remember we had dial up oh yeah um on a huge like windows like bloody box that took forever to like load up um so the internet in people's homes was still a new thing and it was it took far too long like it's not like i was going on to that and like downloading music one because i was too young to really know what i was doing but two just because it like it took too bloody long yeah like even then i was like too impatient for it so my exposure to music from early on was pretty much either what was ever on TV, mm. like the music channels, MTV, yeah, Top of the Pops. Oh yeah, like it was all very that. And then yeah, whatever music my parents sort of had in the house. What was like what kind of genres and artists and stuff were like? So did you enjoy as a kid, or was it like still like whatever was there? Again, it was enjoy? pretty much whatever was there like yeah I, I knew what i liked yeah so what was your favorite from what you got to choose from it was very varied like people will ask me what is like what's your music vibe what's mm-hmm. your music taste and it's very varied mm-hmm. because it always sort of has been like from what i was exposed to at that early right. age like i would listen to steps right on oh i could not li- i could not imagine me a teacher yeah i know it's bizarre isn't it but oh, I, wow. like, this will filter in because i was going to ask you later about guilty pleasures yeah right. and that now is very much a guilty pleasure of mine uh, i love hey. steps like oh i don't feel God. i mean i don't feel that guilty about it but i do i do i love oh, steps i can't help it this is interesting <laughs> Yeah, but that was like a that a lot of it was because of that's what was on TV at the time. Right. It was like it was Steps, it was S Club Seven, it yeah. was very like cheesy yeah. pop, like very nineties cheese. Mm-hmm. That was what was on TV. Yeah. And then Oh what I like call Bobby's Newcastle Proud Crowd Blazers. Very much like, so. Like yeah. literally mm-hmm. gave my crowd blazers, let's yeah. like do you know what I mean. But that's part of why I, I enjoy the music on the scene, like the type yeah. of music you'd hear like in a on a weekend at Bobby's or mm-hmm. in Rusty's every day. It can it can go from like the campy cheesy shit to like the like cunty 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 to the like it can like, it can go from all over because I see DJs taking like, requests and stuff and it it can go from like from one thing to another. Like Britney to Whitney now like like Britney to Whitney. Britney to Whitney. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like it's Britney was another one. She was like oh yeah, so that was when she was first coming up, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah, she was in a like a a prime really mm-hmm. like a, a heyday um so a lot of it that i was exposed to was the cheesy sort of 90s mm-hmm. early 2000s pop because i would say that is the time the late 90s is when i really like started to mm-hmm. 
listen properly to music and then the other side of it (laughs) i'm aging myself here there was a lot of like there was a box of cassettes a cardboard box of cassette tapes that was in the loft and i remember saying to my dad like oh can i like take because we had a cassette player Mm -hmm. um because every like home music system just had one yeah like cds weren't even like really a thing at that really? point like they were filtering in but they weren't oh, like i fully remember cds but it like, wasn't the main i think that was like my childhood yeah because like, i would say CDs. they started to come in and like properly in the early 2000s yeah like late 90s early 2000s like cds were the thing mm-hmm. so i w- remember like going through these cassette tapes a lot of it was like just utter shite mm-hmm. that had just been recorded on the radio but there was a lot of that i found there was a lot of punk music there yeah so it was like soft... I mean, it was very that was very like like emo wasn't it like very back like so i would say that was more like 2000s yeah but the punk stuff was like mainly from the 80s and 90s that oh, obviously yeah. my parent my dad oh, oh, like had on, on had on cassette yeah, yeah that he'd either recorded yeah. on radio or whatever yeah um i think my mum did did the same really yeah like just recorded on cassette tapes and it was like a lot like you're not gonna know who any of these are but it was no, like no, try me go on so it was like there were like american punk bands say so they were like black flag Dead Kennedys, the Circle Jerks, like I've heard Dead Kennedys. It was a lot of that, yeah. and that's where my early like sort of alternative interest came from. Right. So a lot of people on the scene will probably know me for liking a more alternative style yeah. of music, yeah. whether that be punk music or pop punk, which mm. came later in my life, yeah, or like more rock or heavy metal. Mm-hmm grunge like that music sort of came from that early influence yeah. of just going through all i'm talking a lot i do apologize no go for it i'm like it's interesting to hear about like this kind of stuff like it just came from me spending hours going through because it wasn't a quick process no because you had to just sort of like come across these gems right because you had to like sit and like either like listen to the whole thing yeah through, you couldn't just like work a song on yeah like, or fast forward yeah. it and then rewind it and all of that so yeah that was where oh, my, wow. that's where the early interest came it, from. It makes going me feel so lucky tapes. to like, be able to just like, go on your phone, whack a song on. Yeah. Like, sure it's like, that's so like, it's crazy. I have to sort of check my privilege yeah. every so often these days because I'm like, if my 4G isn't working mm-hmm. and I can't get on Spotify, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is so annoying. Yeah. But then I, I check myself and I remind myself at the fact that I used to have to rewind a cassette tape Mm -hmm. or I was stuck with like five songs on a CD and or you had like a collection of five CDs and that's all you had Uh like those car journeys were always the same the music that you listened to. I mean that's very like my childhood like when because obviously I think when I first started getting into music was probably about 2008, nine. So I was like six, seven year old. Like I was getting into music very early because my mum was massive on music. Mm-hmm. And so was my dad, to be fair, but my dad's music was dreadful. Um, <laughs> it was, yeah, just terrible music. I specifically remember I would be in this work, work van with them driving to work and what would be blasting? Um, encore, hardcore, rock you down to the... Literally. Oh. It was 
triggered. Uh, meanwhile, I'm literally holding on to the car for dear life while he's driving like 90 mile an hour down the motorway, listening to the scooter, and I'm like, this is not Clubland Live. This is not Clubland Live. This is where I die, for God's sake. But that was that was not like my child like memory from music. But like, I didn't like grow up on that. It was kind of just like every other weekend I'd I'd just, I'd hear that because that's what I'd say. But my mom was very influential in my music and my my music taste. I was literally. You might as well have been playing Sound of the Underground when I was being born. Like I was, I, I was growing up on like Girls Aloud and stuff. Like I remember, I had the is it the Tangled Up? Yeah, Girls Aloud uh-huh. CD. I had the Out of Control CD, and I had a CD player, and I'd literally I'd play the same songs over again. Especially Love Is the Key, Sexy No No No. I'd be in my room, seven six seven year old dancing in my room, probably making all the racket in the world, and just putting that. <laughs> Your tea's ready. Okay. Like, just come down, like, like absolutely nothing happens. And, like, everyone's like, oh, what are you doing upstairs? Like, I'm like, oh, just just tidy my room. Absolutely. No, no, Diva. I'm, you, I'm prattling around like a little... You like, weren't giving full shows to I'm, I'm Diva Cabaret. Full on Cabaret. <laughs> and the same when it was... I literally remember when Bad Romance came out. I, it was 2009 when it... I think it was 2010. I think it was. So we oh, talked about this before. I, I want to say 2010. I yeah. think it was 10. I think it was 2010. Yeah. Um, Could be wrong. PR pressure is probably like smashing up yeah, TV probably. or the phone or whatever. She's Most like, she doesn't listen to this for God's sake. She's got better <laughs> shit to do. But no, I think it was 2010. Let me let me look it up actually. Yeah. So I was. I remember when it came out. I specifically had this rug, like this throw in my living room, and it was like a fur. Like, a, like, it was fair on one side. And the way I used to wrap that round my, like, round my shoulders, like, it was some fucking K. Work. To bad romance. And I'd be jumping all over the sofas, giving full cabaret. I was... You could not have told me I wasn't going to be a drag queen. My mum always said, you're either going to be a... Tra- you could, I, I've always known you're either going to be trans or a drag queen. Mum, you got the best of both worlds. Yeah. Just saying. I was in high school when bad romance came out. Like, I was in... I would have loved to have been a teenager when... Bad, like, bad you see, so I remember last night when mind. we, I was thinking about the fact that we're going to be talking about music today. Mm-hmm. And one of the, like, sort of time 2009. capsules, 2009. So one of the sort of time capsules that popped into my brain was around the time that Lady Gaga's early stuff was coming out. Because yeah. I was thinking about where does mine and Layla's music taste sort of mm-hmm. meet in the middle? It's, it's with things it's, like Gaga. It's, it's Gaga, yeah, yeah. And that time that she was coming up and, like, the fame monster had come mm-hmm. out and I remember everyone was like really into like like being their freaky selves mm-hmm. and it was a great time. Yeah. And I just remember that time being really, really good for pop music. Oh, it was incredible. Like it was I a think, really good. I think time. pop music prime was absolutely between two thousand ten and sort of twenty seventeen. Right. The, that entire period. Do you know what I would even push it back twenty sixteen? That entire period was just like it was Katy Perry, it was Nicki Minaj, it was Gaga, it was Beyonce, Kesha. It was, Kesha, Kesha was really big then, yeah. It like it, Ariana Grande, like it was all the pop girls. It was they were everywhere. To be fair, even Justin Bieber had some like very good songs out. <clears throat> yeah, I, I hate to say it, I hate to say it, but like he had a few bops. Like I, I used to listen, listen to when I was a kid. I used to listen to this song called uh, "Lolly" by Justin Bieber. Never it was like she says she want me lolly, she want my lollipop. 
she wanted to kiss, she wanted to kiss the top, and it was fully and Justin Bieber and, like singing about a girl sucking his dick, oh, and, and no. I was and I was and I was bopping to that at like maybe twelve or something. That's rotten. Um, it's probably probably why, well, I am the way I am, but oh well. So it was Gaga was the reason that for a time I got back into sort of like more mainstream pop music. Yeah, and she was the gateway for that because she was still like weird and alternative mm-hmm. and different especially when she first started yeah. out that's when people thought gaga was yeah. like at her weirdest yeah because like, it like, was it was very much yeah. like club kid yeah it's like bonus bit era was absolutely like her. i would say her like weirdest visually looking era mm-hmm. i would say and like i definitely but weirdly i remember so clearly people thinking she was more weird when she was just starting out mm-hmm. because it was so yeah, polarizing was, and so yeah. different to what they'd all like seen. It was when she was doing the bubble dress and the Kermit mm-hmm. the Frog dress. And, yeah, and, the, the... and then she did later, she did the meat dress. Yes. Like yeah. that's when people thought she was at her weirdest. Mm-hmm. And... The people were just getting used to her as well. And it used to annoy me so much when people would say, and this isn't a Gaga episode, but let's talk about it. Right. It used to annoy me so much when people would call her things like a freak and a yeah. weirdo. Because I was just like, you're attaching those words to anything that mm-hmm. is different. I mean, piggybacking off of that, the main reason why I got so into Gaga is because it was during the time when I was growing up and I was getting called a freak. Like, mm-hmm. I was I was a fat gay ginger kid. Like, I got all the bullying. I, like, I was a bully, basically a bully sponge. Like, yeah. I got all of it. So, like seeing someone else get bullied on social media the way I was in school it was like it was a relatable thing and then hearing that she was so well at the time I didn't even know what queer was like I just like mm-hmm. I just knew it was a I would say this quotation a bad thing yeah that's what I was being told by everyone around me even my even my dad like it was like it was something that I was made to be ashamed of and I I actually heard the word transgender for the first time in Born This Way. That was the first time I ever heard the word really? gender. Yeah. Wow. And then, like, obviously, I didn't... Uh, that same time, I, was, I looked at what it meant, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, here's an answer to my lifelong question that I've mm-hmm. been thinking. And, like, and that's the thing, like, music, like, it, it fucking helps people. Oh, totally. Totally does. Like, I found solace in listening to this like more alternative angsty mm-hmm. music because i felt like why do i feel like bad kids by god that was your anthem when you were when you were in there i love that song yeah i really did <laughs> like that was like because again it, like it related it related back to that i've never performed that song and i, I should oh you definitely should but i love that song because it related back to the type of music that i remembered loving so much so it was always like I say, I started out with the more like punk rock music, mm-hmm. and then uh, it gravitated into like emo, yeah. And then it like got started to get heavier, and it was more heavy metal. Mm-hmm. And then like I like I say, I found my way back to pop music a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I would really say that, like I've said, the reason for getting back into pop music was Gaga. But then I remember it was around about when she came out with Art Pop. Yeah. I sort of lost interest. Oh, right. Okay. I didn't really. I didn't. I've, didn't I remember you saying this yeah. a while ago. I was over yours with you and Stace. I didn't really get it. Yeah. And I was just like, I understood. Because I remember I talk, listening to our interviews talking about how she was like reclaiming her artistic power. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, 
okay, that's great. But I still don't really yeah. get the music. It was very, like, electro-ADM pop, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, it was Which very... was, I guess, kind of the polar opposite of yeah. the type of music that I yeah. enjoyed or liked. Like, the col- like if you put it in colours, the colour of Born This Way was black and red. Mm-hmm. The, the colour of our pop was blue and pink. Yeah, like it was. It's just like it, it, it's it's that simple. Like it's it's a complete opposite. It's only in recent years that I've found a new appreciation for art pop. Yes, yeah. and wasn't it because was... you listened for the first time stoned? I did, and yes. then you. I did, yes. I wish I, could, I, I wish I could do that. I know. I do that, I it was like listening to it. Like I'd never heard it before. Oh. Never heard it. I remember you telling me, and I was like, "That sounds like such a good idea." Yeah, I am very tempted. Like that sounds like sounds really really calm. I mean, because, and obviously going from the Gaga, that like just, so growing up, it was just all the pop girls. Like that's just what I grew up on. And that was like kind of all I listened to. And now that's sort of like, I've got like a different taste in music in and out of drag. So in drag, it's still very all of that, mm-hmm. all the pop girls. So now it's people like Ava Max and people like that. Like I'm actually going to come out with in uh, Ava Max the musical. Uh, only starting. <laughs> um, the tagline is "My head and my heart" all the way from Biker. That's my that's my one woman show. That's it. I wish people liked Ava Max as much as I do. I think she's I think she's meant not the new Gaga, but she's very like similar how when Gaga started, like similar fashion, similar music inspiration. Like she's very similar in that vein what she stands for not as much i enjoy it so much because like i feel like my inner kid's going out again and i'm seeing gaga for the first time it's recapturing that that feeling or that the nostalgia the nostalgia yeah, yeah that's why like i i love that feeling of discovering a new artist mm-hmm. that you've never heard before yeah and this is why platforms like spotify are so great mm-hmm. because there's times when i've just like i've just threw it on and yeah. i'm not really like paying attention mm-hmm. and then something will pop on just like random mm-hmm. that i've never heard before and yeah. i'm like oh this is good what's this i've never heard it's this it's like the um like the date like the daily weekly daily um mm-hmm. daily mix thing that they make like like the suggested stuff like i've half my life songs are from those playlists that I've like that I've discovered. Like so, Spotify is a really good mm. platform for that because I found so I find so much We're good stuff. The Spotify sponsorship, aren't we? I mean, if you're listening, Spotify, like please, miss, Mr. or Mrs. or MX Spotify, if yeah. you are, are listening, please sponsor us because we are very very broke. Please, and it we... would be nice. We I pay for Spotify Premium. So... <laughs> Same. Which <laughs> like even do you know what even free premium. Which I'll, is stupid because I get Amazon Music for free with my Amazon Prime subscription. Oh, yeah. So I really should get rid of my Spotify. But the problem is I'm too lazy to transfer all of my yeah, playlists because I've got is, some banging playlists on Spotify so now. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. Not that. No. But Spotify is a really good platform for mm-hmm. discovering new artists that you've never heard of yeah. i'll tell you what's also really helpful to me mm. stacy my housemate right. that woman is like a human version of spotify really her brain like she so it's, she's a musician yeah um but she her brain is just like an anthology of music oh, wow. like if there's someone... like a lot of different genres or like everything really every it's insane like oh, it's wow. insane like if I so she's like the she's like the gladys duffy of of music like much, gladys yeah. knows everything about drag idol 
foreshadowing, by the way, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and Stacey, it's like, no, yeah. so here. when I'm trying to think of a new song to use for a performance, I'm like, I, yeah. I'm doing this concept and I need a song that fits it. Yeah, Stacey will pull up five options on Spotify. Yeah, you can use this, this, this. Oh, this. wow. And I'm just like, great. I'm giving a message sometime soon, bloody hell. Yeah, she's like, great. She'll come up with something. That's very handy, that. So, like, do you have a different style of music out of drag, or is it very just, like, similar in and out? So, I'd say my, like, my musical influence in drag is very similar to that out of drag, mm-hmm. because I always just say Mia is just an extension of who I am, Likewise. like, my day-to-day yeah. life. Yeah. So, the music taste is very similar. However, it's it's just as varied mm-hmm. in terms of, like, I'll, I'll still throw in the pop stuff, yeah. or, I, like, I don't mind a bit of musical theatre or a bit of Disney or yeah. a bit of this or whatever. So, it's still alternative, mostly, but it's softer. Yeah. What, in drag? In drag, okay. yeah. So, Do you reckon that has something to do with your femininity and drag and it's to do partially with the femininity but i also love channeling that like sort of female rage right through through drag Mm. and that does lend itself to like heavier rock Mm -hmm. but when people think that like i as a person i'm probably giving them like heavy yeah rock or heavy metal i'm like Oh, oh no! God, like, I, like I'm softening yeah. slightly. I I could give you more. Mm-hmm. Like I could be giving you like Swedish death metal. Yeah. But I choose not to because like I'm still having to somewhat cater yeah. to what a crowd at, yeah is gonna respond I, to. I, I have like. noticed as well. Like at at open drag, I think you always just do whatever the fuck you want to do. Pretty much because. Yeah. It is such an open, well, like, as it's called, open drag mm-hmm. stage. Like, and you can do whatever you want. But, like, I've seen when you do, like, more sort of tailored shows and things like that, like, you do soften it a bit because you, yeah. you know, it's a certain kind of... I mean, not if it's a theme show, because obviously, like, like Gargoth, like, through the decades, mm-hmm. like, you, like, it's a theme show, so you've got to kind of, like, do the theme. But I think... Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, with, yeah, like, no, just catering to yeah, a crowd, audiences, and yeah. catering, catering to an audience. I, I'm the same. Like, I, obviously, I mainly do drag brunches, so like, it's a, it is a lot of cis, white, straight female clientele, and it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 so they expect the Beyonce, they expect the, which I'm not, I'm not mad at. No, like, no, I, I love, fine. I love what I perform at these shows, but like at the brunches, but there's some, there's stuff that I just love to actually perform, like mixes that i'd love to do that i've made myself and new music that i found but i just know they're not gonna vibe with it yeah so i'm just like I, i'm just just whack on crazy and love live and get <laughs> like it, it's a crowd pleaser so it you know it, it is a shame that sometimes we have to like sort of censor, our, our censor ourselves censor yeah. ourselves for certain crowds but I it's mean, like even in for example djing so yeah. I like I love what I do. Yeah. But this isn't necessarily music that I would choose to listen to. Yeah. Me like either. I'm more than happy to play it. Yeah. And I always tend to find common ground in things that I like, mm. unless it's Clubland. <laughs> Can't bear it. But I I will play it because again you have to cater to a crowd. Mm. But it's not personally music that I enjoy or music that I want to listen to. But I cannot be playing. Yeah. Like heavy metal. Yeah. I I just can't. Because like with. Because I think brunch, brunches and hosting a night are very different. Mm-hmm. I think I'm very, very good at hosting brunches and doing brunch stuff. Hosting like a night, I'm I'm still getting better at it and I'm mm-hmm. working on. 
Um, it's a process. Yeah, absolutely. And the few times that I have DJed, like, you know, I'm saying, like, this is, like, Easy Street and that, it's, my the, the music is very, like, it's, it's like school disco, like, like adult school disco. Like, it's very that. And, however, with the brunches, it's, I mean, because you're talking a lot, you can kind of just whack whatever music on in the background and straight white women give them some top 40. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And to be fair, like, I am kind of a top 40 queen sometimes, depending yeah. on what's in the top 40. But, like, a, I think, like, during COVID and, like, the, the latter end of COVID, the top 40 was, it was very me. Ava Max, Dua Lipa, like, it was Doja Cat, it was, like, all the new pop girls. I was like, it's, it was very me, and that's still what, like, brunches, like, like the brunch the brunch bitches enjoy do you know what i mean mm. so it's like it, it's why i had like my favorite gigs to do are brunches and because it's it's something i feel a lot more at home doing and comfortable doing because it's my vibe it's my music vibe I, I can wear what i feel comfortable wearing it's just like I, I feel very happy doing brunches like it's but i still love doing shows and djing and stuff i am free to book if you would like um <laughs> As is Mia. Um, <laughs> please. Just bug us, please. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just, I think I, I, my drag caters very well to the straight white women. Do you know what I mean? Because it's, because it, my drag is very conventionally pretty. Like, I'm, I dance. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm funny sometimes, I think. I'm always very strategic with my drag and the music that I use. Mm -hmm. For example, you said it there, I, at Open Drag Night, will typically mm -hmm. just do what I want to, yeah. and that usually lends itself to the to the heavier, more alternative, mm -hmm. more, like, rock-esque stuff. Yeah. But then, if I'm doing a, a separate gig or a private gig or whatever, mm -hmm. I'll quickly jump and do something camp. Yeah. Or something more poppy yeah. or, like, top 40 to show them that I can. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think, will. and honestly, I... I genuinely think you are one of the most like versatile performers. Yeah, it, like, a lot of I've people seen have seen you do that. things from the heavy metal to the musical, the top forty. Like I've seen you do like all kinds of performances and stuff, and it's a very, very good quality to have. Like I, I don't think I'm that versatile. It just keeps, I really don't. It helps keep things fresh yeah. and not like not pitching, mm -hmm. pigeonholing yourself, yeah. holding, holding. I think I think it like. I think you've got a more broad loving of music, whereas I, the the only kinds of music I don't fully vibe with are the heavy rock metal mm -hmm. and the and the country. But yeah. the thing is, I can still appreciate them. Like, yeah. I'm, like if it came on, I, depending on what it was, I probably would turn it off. But I wouldn't sit there and be like, Ugh, Ugh. and there are some people that do that, and I'm just like, enjoy what what you're given. Do you know what I mean? It's like someone's performed like some, when you do you like your heavy rock, rock stuff i'm like i see how into it you are and i see how like much you fucking love it and i'm yeah. like oh yeah go on you dirty bitch <laughs> yeah you better you better punch that fucking ceiling <laughs> yes bitch like and it's just like i love like seeing how it makes other people feel and like like i said like i don't i don't really vibe with the country and the like the heavy rock metal and stuff but and it's like the main music stuff i like is the i like the pop the r&b the indie the disco and like and speaking of like out of drag i don't technically listen to the gaga the beyonce the mm. dually but i am very like you said it before we started recording stoner music without the stoner yeah like it's very lana del rey the weekend <laughs> girl in red it's very like indie sort of 
chill, moody music because there's nothing I love doing more than sitting either on me on my phone or tablet playing games and stuff with my little colouring sticker book that I sit and play in, but sit and do in bed with that music playing. Love that. Like I just like I love it. Just like it's so chill. It's so zen. And it also gives me it gets me excited to listen to that music again in drag. So here's a random little like tidbit mm-hmm. that will probably surprise you and a lot of people. Okay. So one of my favorite pastimes is <laughs> people oh, are gonna take the piss out of me for oh, this. God. Is I love when I've had a you know a rough week. Uh-huh. I love having a nice hot bubble bath, mm-hmm. a glass of wine, okay. and I listen to jazz. Jazz music, Layla. Okay. I do. Wait, that is... Okay, I, I am actually surprised about that. So there's this really good you playlist. Like jazz. <laughs> What's that from again? Don't know. You like jazz? B-movie. Oh. Yeah. Have you seen B-movie? No, no. You've no. not what? I know. You've not no. seen B-movie. I know. We'll have to do a movies episode. Yeah, so next episode we've got something already planned. And <laughs> we're doing movies. Oh my God, you've good not chat. seen no. B- <gasps> no! Diva. My God. Anyway, you like jazz? I like jazz, I do. There's this really good playlist on Spotify. I've always wanted to go to New Orleans for Halloween and, like, go to a... I want to go to, like, a jazz show. I want to go to a burlesque show and I want to go to a drag show. So did you like Gaga's jazz stuff, then? I loved it, yeah. I've been to see uh, Gaga's jazz and piano show in Vegas. Oh, really? Yeah, we were supposed to go and see the pop show, but she was really ill the night of the Enigma show. Oh, right. So we went to the box office, the ticket office, and mm. I basically said, if you don't give me tickets for another show, I'm going to nail my feet to this floor. Stacy can attest to this. I oh was my like, God. I'm not moving until you give me tickets. Yeah. I was like, it's not like we've just come from California. We've flown from mm. the fucking UK for yeah. this show. Like, you're going to have to give us tickets. Yeah, so we ended up going to see the jazz and piano show, and mm. it was incredible! Yeah. She was amazing! I mean, I, 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 I would say Cheek to Cheek stuff is probably stuff that I'd li- listen to least. Mm. out of all of our stuff but like i said i still appreciate and enjoy it because i mean like it's beautiful her fucking voice is like incredible it lends itself so perfectly to the, to the genre but then i don't know if people will be massively surprised by my love for or taste for jazz because mm. one of my favorite recording artists of all time and probably my number one diva is amy winehouse yeah yeah, that is very true. Oh, do you know what? Now you say that. Mm. It does make it's sense. It's not as surprising. But I think, like, I loved Amy just because, like, one, I love good songwriting. Mm-hmm. Two, I, like, I've always been drawn to to those sort of tortured souls mm-hmm. without being self-indulgent. Right. She was never self-indulgent with her lyrics or with her yeah. songs. She was just telling her story. Her stories and stuff, like, yeah. I love I Lana love for the same reason. Like I love, I love her songwriting and most of her songwriting. I don't like, for example, when she's just talking about chicken eggs and blue banisters. I'm like, pun. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. You're just naming things. Yeah. You're just like. She must have had a. a one he- of my favorite TikToks is that woman who does that this woman on TikTok. She does rewrites of Lana Del Rey songs, and it's just right. like, I got a meal deal in Tesco's. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. It's so funny. So stupid. But yeah, Taylor Swift. Nah. Yeah. Whiny self indulgence. Yeah, Taylor. We haven't talked about what music we like. Don't we? I mean, I've said about obviously like the country and the rock and stuff. What dislikes? You, dislikes. What do you not like? Not vibe with at all. Well, one is that I don't like music that is whiny and self indulgent. 
Right. Diva. I feel like there's some music that I listen to that you would not like. Like, yeah, we all have our own, like, problems in life. Mm -hmm. And I get everyone's problems are their own. But I'm just like, I don't need to hear you whining about another man. Are you not a fan of Billie Eilish, then? No. I mean, I like a couple of her songs, but as a whole, not really. Yeah, to be fair, I only like maybe about, like, probably about five songs. I can't remember my hand. Like, I don't, like, listen fully actively listen to her discography. But, like, I... It's, like, controversially... Not a massive fan of Adele. Um, kind of, it's in the same boat. I like a couple of songs. Like, I love Hometown Glory. I like mm-hmm. Chasing Pavements. I like Rolling in the Deep. I yeah. like Skyfall. Yeah. So there are exceptions I to agree the rule. Fall, Palm Skyfall. It's a gorgeous With song. The fan and like chiffon. It's and... one of my karaoke songs. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. I know. I'll like. I'm not really like. I, d- I tend not to sing and drag a whole lot because yeah. I, I still think I'm a little bit uh, traumatized from um, um papa. <laughs> It'll never that go away. That wasn't how it goes, but, you know. You know, it just shouldn't have went. It should not have went. It should not have gone. <laughs> no, that was the night that you became my sister. Yes, we did become sisters that night. Yeah. That was, you see, so something good came out Exactly. Of I remember walking to Bobby's and Pebble's like, so you've got a new sister? And I was like... Pebble's Irish now? I is that Irish? That's definitely I've been Irish. watching a lot of I Kissed a Boy and there's a lot of Irish ones on there. Um, you've got a new sister! sister. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. Which one of these rotted cunts is my, is, is my new sister? <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck who? She was like, Mia. And I was like, oh, thank God. It's like, oh, thank the fucking Lord. Yeah, so one of the reasons she asked me was because she saw that, one, I was, like, that more alternative mm-hmm. person because my second performance I did Paramore. Yeah. And, like, they're one of my all-time favorite mm-hmm. bands, but also one of hers. But then she saw that I could do the musical theatre stuff. Yeah. However bad the second attempt was. <laughs> and she saw that, like, versatility that you were talking about. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons she asked me. Absolutely. And I think I think our little family's a good little... It is. Diverse, yeah, it all makes sense. You've got... The more poppy girl. Yeah. Which is... Me. Yourself. You've got the... The angsty goth, which is me, and, and then, you've, then got you've got the little fucking weirdo Jaina, who I adore. Yeah, like her drag. I miss Jaina. I've not seen her in a while. I know she was at Open Drag on Wednesday. Was amazing as always. Oh, looked incredible. Yeah, as always. Um, we do plan on doing a big family episode at some point as well. I know, I know. All four of us on, and... Mm-hmm. and we'll have to get uh, Lucy from Scotland on. Oh, oh yes, of course. Pebbles. Firstborn. Firstborn. Yeah. So, what are some music that like you? currently loving like that you like it could be new music or like sort of music that you like before that you're liking again now like just what what's what's in your playlist at the minute in my well in my because so i tend to listen to songs mm-hmm. like whether i've heard them before or not i'll listen to songs on repeat until i'm absolutely sick of them right so one so i've got a couple i'm getting back into a band called nightwish cool uh, I per- think I've heard of them. I've they performed been... a couple of their songs in the past. Yeah. Um, I did one during my witch performance in VAM mm. uh, to rave reviews. So yeah. I'm, Oh, yes, of course. I'm listening to a lot of them. I've been listening to... Again, it's not my vibe at all, but I really love the song, uh, the Eurovision winner, Tattoo. Yes, of course. Love that song. I've yeah. been listening to that. Very good. There's ones that I'll always listen to, like Bring Me the Horizon mm. or... There's a band uh, that's like a really witchy vibe that I've just gotten back into called La Scaltra. It's oh. like a really like 
gothy, like eerie, almost like synthy nice. vibe. Really good. It, for anyone who wants to do like a witchy performance, which to be fair, besides me and maybe <laughs> like Jaina, there's no one else that would really to do. To be fair, like I love like doing like the like the dark stuff. I yeah. just don't ever find like a time to do it, I guess. Cause like, cause I, unfortunately I never really have time to do things like open drag anymore because I'm like, I'm either working on stuff for the weekend, like my weekends are so busy cause I'm doing three to four brunches a weekend, you know, all prep for that. And then work during the week. Like it's just, I never really have time. Mm-hmm. I'd love to be able to like keep doing it and do all these performances that like I've got planned. I've, cause I'd love to do an, like, a number. I will definitely do it around Halloween. A full like witch number with like a fucking like a, like a ritual, not candles and everything. And like I, I want to do like, a fucking. I've literally got the songs I would use in the mix as well. And I'm like, I've got like so much stuff on. I've got. I, I think my main thing this Halloween, I'm gonna do a really fucked up Bloody Mary. Love that. Well, well Virgin Mary. Because I want to go darker and darker every single Halloween. I'm going on a tangent here, but no, that's fine. Fact, I, Halloween just I think gets me for, going. Yeah, I think for Halloween, I'm going to do the exact opposite. And I'm going to go, like, maybe I should do, like, ethereal, like, white for Halloween. That would like... be cute, though. That would be, like, or, like <laughs> I could fully see you going Halloween being, like, the Karen Smith. Like, <laughs> a th- like, a th- like pinks whites and like that would be like, fucking scary like literally i mean i think of like halloween is like it's all about like going like, the opposite of what you are mm, like a playboy bunny blonde uh-huh. playboy bunny i mean you can a playboy bunny outfit if you want though. the thing about halloween so much is about like going complete opposite of what you're kind of already doing like I, like i love going like with the dark and stuff and i think if you went for like prissy femme bitch this halloween <laughs> can you imagine i think that honestly i think it would be kind of a serve i'm not gonna lie I'm trying to think of some of the other music that I've been listening to. So I've been listening to a lot of... uh, So some people within the metal community refer Uh to her as a manufactured sort of star. Okay, Um, what meaning? So kind of like in the same way that people on TikTok will refer to Beyonce as a manufactured pop star. Like, so, like, okay. all of the music is written for her. It's, like, the dance routines are given to right, her. The okay. looks are given to uh, her. Okay, like, she okay. actually has, like... This isn't me saying this. I'm paraphrasing mm. this from yeah. what other people have said. Because I've got on, a lot to say about Beyoncé. On, on the talk ticks. Because I, yeah. I like Beyoncé. Yeah. But it's in the same vein. Like so there's a... woman's fucking dirty face. <laughs> so there's a, uh, there's a metal star called Poppy. Oh, yeah. She used to be, like, a very, like... Kim Petrus. Yeah, it was more like, like Lana Del Rey, and yeah. then got into the more dark, mm-hmm. like grungy metal vibe. Yeah, tell me about that. I'm, I am actually intrigued about that because I was I was confused because she guest judged on Dracula. Dracula, yes. It's like heavy metal star, mm-hmm. and I was like, is she? Yeah. Like, since when? Yeah. So like, what's the crack with this? Go on. So like, it's kind of like the same thing with like people are with Beyonce. Right. Metal fans refer to her as like everything's like sort of given to like her done for her and done right. for her. And she has very little, like, actual artistic integrity. Okay. If that is true, whatever. Mm. I don't care. Yeah. I enjoy the music. Yeah. She has a song called Meat, which I have performed oh, yeah, many you times. Did. Yeah. I performed that many times, and I will continue to perform it. Mm-hmm. I performed it the other week at Open Drag Showcase. Yeah. You did, I think, so you do it first time at... Um... Detox. That's the first time. Oh, is it the first time you yeah. did it? Oh, right, That's okay. the first time I performed that song. I think I've performed it, like... Oh, you did it in, you did it at the I did it in Pink Rooms. Pink Room, yeah. Uh, Drag Idol. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, I just love that song, and it spells out basically what Mia T. Cleaver is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, very fitting. Yeah. Meat Cleaver. Meat Cleaver. But yeah, I love... Meat, I love... Mia, meat, cle- meat, T. Cleaver. I'm fucking sick of people getting your fucking name wrong, mate. It's, it is what it is. Oh, easy. It, like... It's like, it's spelling out the name with the letters that are right in front of you, but Mia whatever. Mia T. Cleaver. And a simple, like a simple change or an apostrophe might have made things easier. Yeah. But at this point, I'm like, I'm being stubborn and I refuse to change it yeah. for the benefit of others. Oh, do not change your drag name ever. No. You've got one of the best names I've I've seen. And it divides down. it divides people. It's very good. It's very good. I love the name. It's inc- it's very good. And it's got a hell of a story behind it. Yeah, and I wish I wish I had like a like a play on words name sometimes. I either way, if I was to change my drag name, it would be something like like a Mia T Cleaver, like a like a play on words. Mm. Or it would be like like an Ahora or an or a Tace, Denali, like a one word thing. Like there's a queen called I think there's a queen called Oxygen and I think that is such a like it's such a cunty name. Yeah. Like I love the one word cunty names, but you know, I've I've got my name now. I'm, I'm, I love coming I'm... up with shit drag names. That's one of my favourite. Oh, got, you've got some good ones, don't you? Yeah. Claire Midia. <laughs> Kathy Tier. Oh, my Auntie God. Tory. Auntie Tory, that's a good one. There's someone that's potentially apparently on um, season 16 of Drag Race. 16? Yeah. Fuck me. She's called Amanda Tory Meeting. That is so stupid. It's fucking stupid. I love it, but it's ridiculous. It's great, but it's stupid. At the minute, I pretty much my entire personality is Renaissance by Beyonce. That makes sense. I uh, I mean, I already loved the album. Like I loved it from the day it came out last year. But having the fucking privilege and the honor to be in the same room as I performed that album the other week, that my love for the album just got completely reinvented. Like, because yeah. I, went, I went off it a little bit four or five months ago. Right around winter time, I, it, it, my love for it died down a little bit. But around, the, around like, you know, yeah, just starting and her coming on tour and then finally seeing it, it mirror it was the best show I've ever seen in my entire life. That woman is a fucking superstar. And yes, like, maybe some of our stuff is written for her, but at least in her defence for this album... This is not her talking from her experiences. Hmm. This is her giving queer, especially queer black people, a voice to tell them about the queer, the queer culture, the ballroom culture, the Vogue culture. This song is dedicated to her gay uncle who was around in the eighties during the AIDS epidemic, and he was part of the ballroom culture. And this is a love letter to him. And I think she's done it incredibly well. She's gotten she's gotten a pre-existing queer black people like T. S. Madison, Big Frida. Vocally feature on the album, mm-hmm. like in Cozy, use T. S. Madison voice like voice notes and break my soul, Big Frida. Like it, she's been very, very respectable on how she's done this in the show. She's gotten. I'm going on a tangent here. I'm I'm obsessed with this woman. She's incredible in the show before the last song, Summer Renaissance. She brings out professional like Vogue artists like honey balenciaga and people like that and they do a full vogue moment yeah, right in front right that. in the middle of the stage and the entire room is just watching and the way that me and betty were going off when they were doing it and these fucking straight cis white women were just like oh wow it's like you do not know what no, this is don't. like you have no idea and i wish they did like i just the entire album it's just so clever it's so good 
when we go to Edinburgh, see, we're doing, I think, like two numbers each or something. Mm-hmm. I'm doing two numbers and they're both Renaissance. I'm, both Renaissance mixes. I'm doing Beyonce Renaissance looks. Like this, like, this album has just inspired my drag so much. It's just like completely, like, it's given me such a creative push. And it's what and I, it's, it's beautiful to see. It's what I've needed as well, genuinely. A little. Like a couple of random songs I've been liking as well. A lot from the, the new Barbie album. It's got some good ones in there. Dance the Night by Dua Lipa. Bling Bling. Great song. Kylie's new song, Padam Padam. Tip, so I've heard tip. that I've heard that song all over the place. I didn't know it was her. Really? Oh, I didn't know it was Kylie. Yeah. All right. I mean it's I mean it's taken the gaze over by storm. Like yeah. it is <laughs> it is a very good song. And And the straights, they all ask for it. Yeah, they really do. And something I think once my renaissance era has died down a little bit i think i want to go into like a little bit like a disco moment i've I been really i've been really getting into jessie ware at the minute mm-hmm. do you know what I'm, do you, yeah, yeah yeah um she's she's very like disco but modernized she's very like pop disco and like she's got a good few songs on like i'm like i really vibe with and I think I'm like, I want to go into like a little bit of a disco era. Like I've done some disco here and there. Like when I did Slow by Kylie for decades, like it's just such a, like a, oh, like a, oh, like it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, like it's very, like just, it feels very ethereal, doesn't it? Like you feel yeah. like you want to wear something flowy, big, big bouncy hair. I think when, when winter comes around, I'll, I'll, go, I'll get into my disco well, era. Definitely. I don't know what my next era is going to be. Well, you don't need it. No, I could just spring yeah. upon you. You could, you, sure could, I will. you could find Either it Either that or I'll just keep recycling the same old shite. I mean, it's fucking working. It's fucking working. <laughs> in fact, you could just be... Needs must. You could be sat listening to Spotify and you get to hear the song and be like... Oh, yeah, that's likely what will happen. I just let my let my drag and let music take me wherever exactly. it wants. And do you know what? Whoever wrote the first song ever in existence, thanks a lot, love. You've, you've done some good shit for us. Thanks, love. I wonder who did that caveman. Well, he wrote, do you know what? Caveman wrote Crazy in Love. That's what, that's what it is. That's what it is. But, um, oh, I, but, um, <laughs> I literally said, but, um, but it sounds like, but, um, you know, that's probably one of the, but, but, uh, we, oh, we, but, uh, we always cut the, um, but, um, we always cut them out. I think that's what we have to, that's one we have to leave in. This is probably the end of this episode. However, we've got something very exciting for next episode. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Are we going to tell them? I think so, because it's a very trustworthy source, and we've okay. confirmed it with the woman herself. So we're going to have our first special guest on the podcast. for this one. I am over the moon. A very good friend of ours. A fucking superstar. We're going to have... The one and only Miss Gladys Duffy on the Under the Body podcast, <laughs> and I'm so excited. I mean, she literally fucking lives down the road. Do you know what I mean? I know. Like we can we can just walk down the road and say we're gonna have the one and only Gladys Duffy on the podcast, and we're gonna be going over our highlights and lowlights of Drag Idol Newcastle over the years. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. The, oh, a late like 15 years to talk about. Like it, it's a Crazy. lot. Crazy. Because the hype's kind of died down since Idol now. It's kind of... Yeah. It's it's at, a, at its rest. I mean, we've had Drag Idol Newcastle and we've had Drag Idol yeah, UK. UK as well. Give I think, people a, a few weeks. And... I think you Drag Idol UK, New, UK in, the, in Newcastle. Yeah, the Newcastle It's dimmed down now, but it's still kicking off everywhere. Because obviously we have a finalist, Gladys Duffy. 
on the podcast. It will be probably in about three, another three, two, three weeks. Yeah, by the time we get this edited and yeah. get it organised, probably. I... Yeah, most likely. Yeah, so we're going over our highlights and lowlights of Drag Idol Newcastle over the years. We're very excited to have you, Gladys. Very excited for you to all hear Gladys's incredible opinions and stuff because that woman just she she makes me cackle. She I makes know, she's like, hilarious. She's, one of the funniest people I know. I think she's the Sasha Colby of Newcastle in the sense of she's every drag queen's favorite drag queen. Do you know what I mean? Fair. Yeah. Like I think uh, honored to have her on, but for now. It's been a, been a cracking episode. I've, I've enjoyed talking about this. I didn't. I, I, thought know. We'd, I thought we'd get quite stuck with music. But yeah, I thought we'd have to. We haven't actually stopped once throughout this, we really this episode, and I mean, we have gone on several tangents. Of but course, but would it be would of, it be under the brolly without it, it really, shit talking and tangents? It really wouldn't. And but for now, I always forget. I always, I always forget <laughs> our outro. I always join. I, I always join I you on under the brolly bit. <laughs> So if you want to start us off, that would right. be wonderful. Everyone, thank you so much for listening, if you're still with us, and we hope you join us again next time. Out, Out of the, the rain, rain and under the, the brolly. There we go, <laughs> got it. Bye. See you later, everyone.